You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Thursday, March 11th edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. I am your host, JJ Jackson. Excited to be with you here today as we will recap Duke's 70-56 to win over Louisville last night in the ACC tournament. We'll talk about Mark Williams' progression. My goodness, that dude was amazing last night. And we'll also preview today's game in the ACC tournament for the Blue Devils against Florida State. When you get a moment, go ahead and follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore and follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. And as always, be sure to subscribe and follow Locked On Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. First, a quick thought before we get into last night's game against Louisville. I was sitting there thinking about this time a year ago. It was Thursday of the ACC tournament, gearing up for Duke's first game in the tournament. Obviously much better last year, finishing in the top half of the league in the ACC, 25-6 and overall for the Duke Blue Devils. They didn't need to play these early round games, but Duke was getting ready to play last year in the ACC tournament at this time when everything came to a screeching halt due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And boy, it has been an extra special feeling these past couple of days watching conference tournament basketball and knowing that we will have a Selection Sunday show on Sunday. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for the NCAA tournament to be back. And it kind of feels like it was just yesterday that the whole COVID-19 pandemic started here in the United States. But it also feels like it was forever ago all at the same time. It's been a very uh, weird year for many. And uh, obviously, at this moment in time, just grateful to have basketball and sports back in our lives, some form of normal. We'll see. And man, it's been exciting to watch basketball, particularly Duke basketball here in the ACC tournament, our favorite time of the year. Again, Duke, most ACC tournament victories with 21, more than any other school in the conference. So let's just jump right into it. Let's get to last night's victory, 70-56, to the final score over Louisville. We talked about it on yesterday's show, how hard it is to beat a team three times in one year. And Duke did not let Louisville do that to him. Duke wins this game 70-56, to a one-point lead for Duke at the half. Duke was in control for the majority of the first half until the final five or six minutes when the Cardinals went on a 16 to nothing run to take a two-point lead with a minute to play. Then with 40 seconds left in the half, Matthew Hurt took a three-point jumper from the corner, and Duke never looked back from there. So Duke had the 30-29 to lead at the break, and man, they must have been motivated and fired up in that second half because Duke came out red-hot, shooting the basketball. DJ Stewart and Jeremy Roach hit a couple of three-pointers early in the second half, and then it turned into the Mark Williams game. Mark Williams, a career day for Duke basketball. Career-high 23 points, career-high 19 rebounds, by far the most dominant player on the floor, which was awesome to see. Matthew Hurt continues his great play against Louisville. 24 points the first meeting this year, 37 points the second meeting, and 20 points yesterday for Matthew Hurt in the win over Louisville. And then Wendell Moore Jr., Jeremy Roach, and DJ Stewart all had nine points each for Duke. That means the Blue Devils finished with zero points off the bench. Zero points. 
The win over Boston College in the first game of the ACC tournament. Duke had so many contributions from so many players, but in this win over Louisville, only the starters scored, and that was okay. If you would have told me that was the case before the Louisville game, it's another one of those examples where I probably would have been a little bit worried because I didn't foresee a 23-point, 19-rebound performance coming from Mark Williams, and Duke did an outstanding job kind of keeping Carlick Jones the focal point of that Louisville offense in check. Carlick Jones had over 20 points in both of the meetings against Duke during the regular season. He finished with just 13 points on 5 of 14 shooting, including 1 of 4 from 3-point range. So a great defensive job. Wendell Moore Jr. had the primary assignment on Carlick Jones, and Wendell did an outstanding job defending him. Duke finished the game shooting 6 of 15 from 3-point range, so not quite their 15 of 32 shooting performance that they had in that first game of the tournament against Boston College. But you see there, Duke was able to knock down 3-point shots at a consistent and a good clip, 40% from three-point range for Duke compared to Louisville, who was 7 of 25 from three-point range. That's 28%. And I said one of the keys for Duke defensively was going to be to defend that three-point line. That will continue to be a key for Duke in today's game against Florida State. We'll get to that in just a little bit, but man, I'm so thrilled with the defensive performance that Duke was able to put together in their win over Louisville. We sit here and talk about no bench points for Duke. Jordan Goldwire obviously received a number of votes this year to win the uh, sixth man of the year. It ultimately went to Scotty Barnes of Florida State, who we'll talk about a little bit later. And Goldwire was coming off one of his best games of the season on Tuesday versus Boston College, where Goldwire was four of six from three-point range with 12 points and uh, obviously gave great defensive pressure out there. But in yesterday's game against Louisville, Goldwire finished 0 for 5 from the floor and 0 for 3 from three-point range. So I'm glad the other guys stepped up for Duke, and Duke was able to pick up the 14-point victory over Louisville. Again, Duke moves on to the quarterfinals of the ACC tournament where they will take on Florida State. Duke has won two games so far in the ACC tournament, and remember, if they win five games, they would be ACC tournament champions. Duke doing everything they can to make it a very tough decision for the NCAA tournament committee should they choose not to put Duke in the NCAA tournament field. Coming up next, we'll talk a little bit more about Mark Williams' progression throughout his freshman season. He has been sensational for Duke over the last six games. And we'll also take a look at Duke's quarterfinal matchup game against Florida State in the ACC tournament. You're listening to the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. I just love that it's so simple and sweet by using their online setup. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. It's an amazing selection with reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Check out rockauto.com. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making ways and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence when it's time to perform. 
Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It ships directly to your door, and it's in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code locked on to receive your first month free. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. Betting on college basketball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. Mark Williams, the story for Duke basketball and their win over Louisville, 23 points, 19 rebounds, both of those career highs for Duke's freshman. Duke has him listed on their official website and their official roster at 7 feet tall, 243 pounds. And at the beginning of the year, he looks like your prototypical freshman big man in college basketball, or, or, you know, those young big guys in the NBA as well, who in a lot of ways are still learning how to use their large frame and kind of looked awkward at times. But boy, over the past few games, Mark Williams knows exactly how to use his seven-foot frame, and uh, he's been so, so dominant for Duke Hoops. Mark Williams, a native of Virginia Beach, Virginia. Of course, he's the younger brother of Elizabeth Williams, who's one of the all-time great Duke women's basketball players. Her jersey number one is retired and hanging in the rafters inside Cameron Indoor Stadium. She left in 2015 and currently plays in the WNBA for the Atlanta Dream. Mark went on to play high school ball at IMG Academy in Florida. Taking a look at his recruiting profile for Duke, Rivals in 24-7 sports had Mark Williams listed as a five-star. ESPN had him as a four-star. Mark chose Duke over UCLA in Michigan. And, uh, man, it's been an awesome decision for him to play at Duke. Obviously, he had the family ties already with his sister. Coach K has talked about a couple of times throughout the season getting to know Mark Williams when he was very young just because he'd be in Durham at his sister's basketball games. And then, obviously, he's grown into an absolute dominant player here in the ACC and down the stretch for Duke. But he's been around the Duke program for many, many years. I was taking a look and, and crunching some numbers for Mark Williams. I put this on Twitter. Give me a follow there at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. In the first 17 games of the season for Mark Williams, he averaged 3.8 points per game and 3.3 rebounds per game over the first 17 games. In the last six games, Mark has averaged 16.6 points per game and 7.8 rebounds per game. It's crazy how much better he's gotten. The progression that he has had this season has been just awesome. And you kind of worry in games like this. I know a lot of Duke Twitter people were talking about this last night. Like, whoa, Mark, be careful. Don't show all the NBA scouts everything you've got to offer. We don't want your name to all of a sudden be over NBA draft boards ahead of 
this year's 2021 NBA draft because we'd like to see Mark Williams come back for his sophomore season. But man, again, over the last six, nearly 17 points per game and nearly eight rebounds per game after the first 17 games of the season, Mark Williams was averaging four points and three rebounds. So talking about this big-time progression that Mark has had throughout the year, let's take a listen to what Coach K had to say about his performance yesterday against Louisville. Again, 23 points, 19 rebounds. Here's Coach K. Mark was fabulous, not good. You know, uh, you know, he only had one rebound yesterday, so he's averaging 10 a game uh, just to keep his ego in check. Uh, but uh, to get 19 rebounds in a game, and those defensive rebounds in the last eight, 10 minutes were the deciding factor in the game, really. He had a great game, an amazing second half, but uh, the number of minutes and the physicality of the game, he, you know, really good players are able to play tired at a high level, and he did that tonight. I thought Matt did, you know, our team did that, but Mark really did that, and uh uh, that was very, very, uh, very impressive. You just got to love that. Duke won the game against Boston College by 35 points, but Coach K is always going to be nitpicky, as any great coach is, and Mark Williams was probably frustrated with this as well. Against Boston College, he had 13 points, but the seven-footer only had one rebound. That's right, just one rebound for Mark Williams. So yesterday with 23 points and 19 rebounds over the past two games, I guess you could say his average is 10 rebounds per game. That's how that math adds up. But man, just kind of the different outlier performances over the past two. A game where he only had one rebound and then a game against Louisville where Mark Williams had 19. And you talk about his progression throughout the year. Remember that the first game Duke played against Louisville there in Kentucky, Mark Williams did not play at all. And then the second meeting inside Cameron Indoor Stadium, Mark played a little bit. I believe he had eight points or somewhere around that number and uh, really didn't do a whole lot. Didn't really stand out to you. Again, Matthew Hurt was the big story in that game with 37 points. But this is a guy who went from not even playing in the first game against Louisville to dominating them with 23 points and 19 rebounds. So Matthew Hurt, after the game yesterday, was asked about the progression of Mark Williams. And if there was any particular moment where he noticed Mark stepping his game up. Here's Matthew Hurt. Yeah, I think I would say probably the NC State game at, at NC State. You know, he he, he was going up against a, a really good other big, and I think it was Bates. And you know, he he did a great job on him. And you know, he, all that confidence he, he's been doing in practice. And you know, since the NC State game, I, I've really seen him take off, and uh, I'm just so proud of him. Ah, so the NC State game against the big Manny Bates is where Matthew Hurt really thought Mark took his game to the next level. That was a game where Mark Williams had 13 points to go along with five rebounds. His first double-double was that big win Duke had at home against Syracuse. 18 points, 11 rebounds on that game back at the end of February. Six dunks in that game against Syracuse for Mark, and that was, as we said, his first career double-double with the Duke Blue Devils. The loss last week at Georgia Tech, I talked about how great he was in that game on March 2nd. 20 points and seven rebounds for Mark against Georgia Tech. And if he continues to take steps forward like this, Duke could be a team to watch out for as they continue out this ACC tournament, get into postseason play, whatever that looks like for this team. And then hopefully Mark Williams does return for a sophomore season on Duke where he's got all ACC type potential. He could make first, second, or third team if he continues to progress the way he's done over this year. Imagine another year working in the Duke weight program, building body strength, and adding to your basketball skill level. 
Mark Williams is going to be a player the rest of the ACC needs to watch out for as they get ready for the next college basketball season. Coming up in just a moment, let's take a look at Duke and Florida State. Again, their matchup today in the ACC quarterfinals of the tournament in Greensboro. Today's show brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. The NBA, college basketball, the NHL, Major League Baseball getting ready to start up. They've got season win totals that you could check out the odds for at betonline.ag. It's real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Today's show also brought to you by Built Bar. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate. Now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness throughout the month of March. Today's matchup in Built Bar Madness on Thursday, March 11th, we've got caramel brownie versus cherry and lemon almond cheesecake versus carrot cake with walnuts. Tough one here. I think I want Caramel Brownie to win that matchup and give me Carrot Cake with Walnuts in the second matchup as well. You can go to BuiltBar.com to see the full bracket and remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order. That is LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Built Bar Madness sponsoring the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. This year, the Locked On Podcast Network will be live on Selection Sunday, March 14th, reacting to who's in and who's out of the NCAA tournament. Big Ten Ben Stevens and Josh Neighbors host Selection Sunday Live with local experts from around the Locked On College Network of Podcasts. Followed at Locked On Live on YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook today and watch our live Selection Sunday show on March 14th. Let's take a little bit of a closer look at Duke's quarterfinal matchup here in the ACC tournament against the Florida State Seminoles. Florida State is 15-5 on the season, 11-4 in ACC play. The Seminoles and Blue Devils have not played yet this season. They were supposed to play back on January 2nd, 2021, but the game was postponed due to COVID-19 issues within Florida State's program. Duke had made it all the way to Tallahassee when they found out the game would not be played and postponed. It was later canceled, so these teams have not met yet this season. Duke leads the all-time series 41-10, including a 2-1 record in the ACC tournament versus FSU as Duke beat FSU in the 2019 ACC tournament championship. And in the Grand Series history, Duke has won five consecutive matchups against Florida State University. Florida State enters this quarterfinal matchup coming off a 10-point loss to Notre Dame in their final game of the regular season. The four other losses that Florida State had this year, an 8-point loss to North Carolina on February 27th, an 11-point loss to Georgia Tech, a 12-point loss to Central Florida, and a 10-point loss to Clemson. Those are the five games that the Seminoles have dropped in this 2020-2021 college basketball season. Duke and Florida State tonight, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The players to watch out for on Florida State, there are three of them. Guard M.J. Walker forward Raekwon Gray, and guard Scotty Barnes. 
as Walker is the 6'5 senior. He's averaging 13.1 points per game, 2.6 rebounds per game. MJ Walker was named to the All-ACC second team. Raekwon Gray wears jersey number one. He's a redshirt junior who stands 6'8". He's got 12.4 points per game and 6.9 rebounds per game. He made All-ACC third team. And then the player that most of the country is talking about, Scotty Barnes. He wears jersey number four. He made All-ACC third team. He was the ACC Freshman of the Year, the ACC Sixth Man of the Year, and of course made the All-ACC Freshman Team. Scotty Barnes averaged 10.4 points per game, 4.3 assists per game. He's got guard-like skills, can handle the ball pretty well, but he stands six foot nine and is a true freshman. NBA scouts absolutely love him. I anticipate him being a lottery pick in the 2021 NBA draft. So that's MJ Walker, Raekwon Gray, Scotty Barnes, the three players Duke needs to key on in today's matchup. We take a look at the numbers for Florida State and Duke's team statistics, and they're pretty similar in a lot of categories. This matchup will be a battle of the top two scoring teams in the ACC. Florida State averaged 79.6 points per game. That was first in the Atlantic Coast Conference. And our Duke Blue Devils, despite being 11-11 overall, scored 76.3 points per game. That's second in the conference. Taking a look at the rebounding battle, Florida State fourth best rebounding numbers in the ACC. Duke eighth best in rebounding. Shooting the basketball, Florida State fourth in field goal percentage. Duke at fifth. Florida State, the fifth-best free-throw shooting team at 73.7%, and Duke was the 13th out of 15 schools in free-throw percentage, 69.6% on the year for Duke. Florida State, the second-best three-point shooting team at 38.5%, and Duke, 35.1%. That's the seventh-best three-point percentage so far in the ACC this season. Duke is the best team in the league at sharing the basketball. Duke averages 16.5 assists per game. I think ball movement will be critical in a game like this against a very talented Florida State team, a team that finished second in the ACC. Seeding purposes, this is second-seeded Florida State versus 10-seeded Duke in the ACC quarterfinals. FSU averaged 15 assists per game. That is sixth in the conference. Florida State had the third most turnovers in the ACC this year. I think that's something Duke should try to take advantage of. Duke is a team that has struggled on defense at times throughout the year as Duke has given up 71.3 points per game this season. That's 12th out of 15 teams in the ACC and Florida State 70.1 points per game this season. So not much of a total difference there, but Florida State 7th best in the ACC and again Duke 12th out of 15 schools. So on the defensive side of the ball, Duke is going to have to have another good day. Florida State turns the ball over a lot. Let's hope Duke can force a lot of turnovers. Louisville only had eight turnovers yesterday against Duke, but they shot just seven of 25 from three-point range, 28% in the contest. And remember, Boston College was one of 15 from three-point distance versus Duke. And with Florida State being the second-best three-point shooting team, I think Duke's defense of the three-point line is going to be another critical area where Duke needs to be successful. And I would love to see Duke make double-digit 
three-pointers against FSU. If Duke can get double digits in the three-point shot, I think Duke's going to have a good chance of knocking off Florida State. I've got a good feeling about this one. As we've said, I'm always way too optimistic when it comes to Duke basketball. But guys, this is such a talented Duke basketball team. They're finding out how to play with one another finally. It sucks that it had to come this late in the season, but man, Mark Williams has been dominant. Matthew Hurt is the leading scorer in the ACC. DJ Stewart for Duke led ACC freshman in scoring. Duke's got a ball club now. Florida State's got to be careful, so let's make sure that Duke does everything they can do to pick up a win and head on to the ACC semifinals of the tournament in Greensboro. Coming up tomorrow, we will recap Duke's game versus Florida State. I'm hoping that we're talking about another Blue Devil victory and that we'll be previewing Duke's game in the semifinals against either North Carolina or Virginia Tech. You can connect with me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore and the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Also, be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Locked on Blue Devils as soon as it's available each and every day. That's all I've got for you today. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you and good day. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.